Please find a comfortable posture. Keep your back straight, chin up, gently close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Observe all of the different parts of your body individually and see if they are relaxed, free of tension or strain. Anywhere you find tension or strain, concentrate your mind on that area and allow it to release and relax. Now please bring this skillful thought of loving-kindness to your mind. Make sure that thought is getting better in your life. Self-love. Think to yourself the day you started this practice. When you are looking at yourself right now, How do you feel about that self-love, that quality flourishing in your mind? Is it getting better or not? Or is still processing? In the beginning we repeat those three words, well, happy and peaceful. Then we are going beyond the words. If you truly understand that word, then that loving-kindness turns into a quality in your life. That is the goal. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. Make sure when you are thinking of your family members, how do you feel? Especially difficult family members. Are you dealing with them better because of your practice? Or still you are ignoring them? Some situation we cannot walk away from them because they are part of our lives. Ask yourself a question, is it possible for me to find a better way to deal with them? Being honest, respectful. Without being angry. Send your loving thoughts. May they be well. May they be happy. May they be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Now slowly turn your attention to your breath, which means your life. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breath.
if you are distracted by a thought or a feeling or a sensation bring your attention back mind wonders that is the nature of the mind don't go against your mind be friendly with it don't control control does not work
Understand your mind, how your mind works. Now observe your mind, observe your body, how do you feel? Maybe your body is so relaxed, your mind is more tranquil, peaceful. 
That is the power of the meditation. Now bring your palms together close to your heart. Make a wish for yourself or your family or if you want to send some blessings to other people or pray. <clears throat> it's a good time to think so. May peace be with you, may you be well, may you be happy, may you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. <coughs> okay, we are going to chant. Namo tasse bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhase Namo Tase Bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhase Namo Tase Bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddha Buddhang Saranang Gachami Dhammang Saranang Gachami Sangang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sangang saranang gachami Tatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Tatiyampi sangang saranang gachami Anicca vata sankara upadvaya dhammino upajitva nirujjanti te sangupasamo sabbe santa Avera hontu Sabbe santa Abhyapajya hontu Sabbe santa Aniga hontu Sabbe santa Tanang pariharantu.
Manopubhangamadamma Manosetta Manomaya Manasache Padutena Bhasativa Karotiva Tato Nanduka Manveti Vahato Padang Mano Pubangamadama Mano Setta Mano Maya Manasache Pasanine Bhasativa Karotiva Tato Nang Manveti Chayav Anapayini We believe. Good morning, everybody. Okay, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, thank you so much for coming this morning. So during the meditation, I just opened my eyes. I was kind of looking at you. So then I was thinking to myself, how beautiful this is. So many people in this room, we all are going a journey, inward journey. You know, all the collective energy here. Everybody is focusing, learning how to be calm and peaceful. 
and positive experience. So when we are in the society, every day when we are dealing with the situation, what do you see more, positive things or negative things? Huh? <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to ask again, you know. So you see positive things or negative things? Negative things. Why is that? Hmm? The world is negative? Okay, social media, okay. <laughs> so world is negative or you are negative? Huh? Instead of looking outside, everybody is negative. How about you see, my mind is negative. So that means I'm contributing those energy to the world. Otherwise, always we are focused on the outside world because you are part of that outside world. So then you want to see those negativities. Most of the time, what we do when you see negativities? React. That means you become a part of the journey. If you see negativity, some people are smart and some people are more mindful, they want to do better job. Then they are thinking, oh, I have to be positive. Now think about, for example, then you are thinking, I want to meditate. It's very interesting, this universe. So when you are trying to meditate, then what will happen? Huh? Yeah, let it go. Oh, so now think of you are sitting and meditating. Then so many other negative things come. You know, then that negativity is destroying your practice. So other day, I was free. These days I'm very busy. But the morning, I had a little, you know, few hours free. Then I was thinking I want to do a little meditation on the other side of the house. So I was making a plan for that, after having a breakfast, and then, you know, this is what I'm going to do. So, moment I try to put the cushion and sit down, somebody knocked the door. <laughs> so, then I was thinking, demon came. <laughs> so, then I couldn't do it. So, why? I had to engage with that. You know, whatever business he wants to do, then I was engaging that, then time is gone. So sometimes those things always happening. Universe, this is the way I see it, universe doesn't like when we're trying to be positive. <laughs> doesn't like it. Why? This existence, you know, I don't know my words, this existence to exist, what we need? Negativities. That is the energy this whole universe runs. So therefore, when somebody is trying to do better, always it is distracting you. Always something comes. All the distractions will come to you with a positive way. Now think about it. They are coming positive way. Then distracting you. Therefore, very careful when this spiritual journey, it is not an easy stuff. And also, if you are more aware about it, you can figure it out. Otherwise, you get into that trap. I can see one thing. When you are going through lots of negative things, then people come into this spiritual journey, this inner journey, they are practicing meditation. Then they are thinking, 
it is going to be so peaceful. It is going to be so peaceful after that. But most of the time, what you experience? Yeah? You have turmoil. All, all the problems come after that. It's very difficult to focus and continue. However, then people are going this journey. Now think about 40 plus years I'm going this journey. Maybe you are going this journey so many years. How do you feel now? You feel good? It's not good enough? <laughs> getting better? So getting better, right? That's why you keep coming. Or just, just keep coming for fun. <laughs> so you want to get better. So, so when you are getting better, sometimes people thinking, people are thinking, oh, now I'm doing good. Therefore, no need to do anymore. I can remember a long time ago, one girl from Las Vegas, I met her at one of my meditation class, then she said she has lots of challenges and difficulties. Therefore, I need one-on-one -on -one meditation. She said, I'm so suicidal. So therefore, can you help me? Then I was thinking, she really wants to change and learn. I said, sure, I can do that. That time we didn't have Zoom. So what I, I made the commitment, okay, how about every night, I'm going to guide you 15 minutes meditation over the phone. I made that commitment. Even finding that 15 minutes is challenging every single day. So can you believe I did three months with this young lady? So now I can see, within 15 minutes, I do a short guided meditation. Then I, I was giving her some teaching to focus on. Just 15 minutes. I don't know, I can do the short stuff like that. So she was doing so well. Then I felt, now she's really attached to this whole format. Because now I felt she cannot do without me. Then one day after, three months later, I said, how about you do by yourself now? She said, yeah, I can do it. I said, don't give up. So then she's so happy, I'm doing so well. Then I said, once a week, send me a message, how you are doing. So she did a couple of weeks. Then suddenly, everything stopped. Then I was thinking, maybe she's doing well. Now, everything is okay. <laughs> So I totally forget about it. After a few months later, I got a message again from her, Bhante, I'm the same old negative person again. I feel the same suicidal mind. Can I call you? I said, sure. Then she called me and I said, what's going on? Do you continue your practice? She said, no. I asked why. She was thinking, I'm doing so well. <laughs> she was thinking, after three months after working with you, I felt so good. That is not true. Because of me, she has a discipline to do it. Now by herself, she doesn't have energy to continue. She did two weeks. Then she was saying, I'm doing good. I gave it up. So therefore, if you think when you come to the temple, you are doing so well, it is not true. <laughs> It is not true. You really, in details, you have to check yourself. Otherwise, definitely, most of regular meditation practitioners, I had those, you know, the moments too in my life, you get into the trouble, more than regular people. I see, 
Sometimes meditation practi- practitioners are crazier than normal people. <laughs> Don't misunderstand my words. They are crazier than normal people. Normal people, you know, everyday life, they are not meditating at all. They are normal, you know, in that way. You know, they do whatever negative or positive or get angry or mad or whatever they do, they're doing it because they don't have that wisdom. Now, people who has wisdom, I can see they are most difficult. So, sometimes maybe I can be that person. Now, what I want to talk about Sometimes meditative people or spiritual people, they think they are doing so well, but they are not. I will give you a couple of um, examples. One time I was doing a retreat. This is a day retreat. In afternoon we are doing like a discussion. This man I know a couple of years. He is a meditation practitioner. I can see, you know, he is sitting. And middle of the discussion, he raised his hand. I know, the talking time. Then I asked, what is your question? It is very interesting. Then he said, Bhante, I am doing meditation long years. I said, good. Then recently, I did 10-day silent retreat. I said, good for you. Not only that, Bhante. Now, he's keep talking. Not only that. That 10-day silent retreat, we were sitting 8 hours per day meditating. I said, good for you. (laughs) What can I say? I can say bad or negative. (laughs) No, I said, good for you. So then, um, nothing to say. I said, oh, everybody said, wow, eight hours? <laughs> Other people are really surprised. I can say. But I felt, I don't know, I'm dealing with lots of people all the time. I felt something coming. I don't know what it is. I thought I had to prepare. So, I didn't discuss about more and more about his idea. Then, we continue our discussion. There is no any relationship to the discussion we did. He raised his hand again. Then he said, I did 10 days silent. 8 hours sitting per day. Now the second time when he says that, people are not excited. People are kind of rolling their eyes. And they felt something not good. And so, then I was quiet about it. Then, after he said it the second time, I realized Third time, definitely it will come. <laughs> so, I was continuing. I was kind of preparing myself. Then, middle of nowhere, he raised his hand again. He said, everybody knows, right, right what I said? I, I did 10-day silent retreat, 8 hours sitting per day. Now, everybody was so quiet. No excitement. Not looking at him. Then everybody is so quiet. Then I was, directly I was looking at him. I said, who cares? (laughs) I made my face. It's very challenging for me to do that. I thought I had to do it. I said, who cares your eight hours? Then, um, 
Everybody was so quiet. Now I can see his face change. He's upset. I know. I knew he's going to be upset. So then he was so quiet. No question. We continue the discussion. And end of the discussion, he raised his hand again. And he said, you hurt my feelings. In front of all the people. I said, I'm so happy about it. If I hurt your feeling, that's what I want. I'm so happy I hurt your feeling. I don't feel bad about it. Sorry. <laughs> so, then I said, if you feel hurt, what is the purpose of your 10 days and 8 hours of sitting? Does make sense? What is the purpose of your 10 days silent and 8 hours of sitting after I say something to you? you feel hurt. He got it. I said, don't play the game with me. I said, in the first place, your tone, your voice, when you say that, I figure it out, the direction you are going. <laughs> I said, you don't want to tell people about your practice. You need recognition. Does this make sense? You need recognition. Oh, I am better than you. I did 10 days silent. I was sitting eight. Is it important to me? You are eight hours of sitting. If you did that, you are doing it for who? For yourself. Not for me. But if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it very humble way. You can say, is it okay if I share my experience? This is I'm sharing with you not because of my egotistical mind. I hope maybe you can learn something from it. First, we had to give a little description about it. But he just raised it and said, you know, I did it. And also another time one man said, actually it was in the taste of Sri Lanka, long years ago. He came to me and said, he's an older gentleman, and he said, you know Bhante, I am meditating. I started to practice mindfulness even before you born into this world. So, that's what he said. They're holding like a big plate like this, all the sweets. In front of me, holding this in big plate of sweets, all the cake and all the other stuff, holding it. I did meditation even before you born into this world. Now he wants to get the credit you know, I am better than you, I started before you. Maybe somebody has to start before me or <laughs> right after me, right? You know, it doesn't matter for me. Oh my God, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, I'm wrong or something like that. I cannot stand to say something, I said it. So then I asked, eating this whole plate, what is the difference, you know, can you explain to me, eat all these sweets and practicing mindfulness even before I born into this world, is a connection there? I see there is no connection. If you are eating this whole sweet cake and everything, I ask, I don't believe you have 50 years of meditation practice. Because what he wants, he wants to get the credit. So I can see lots of people, including monks, 
including spiritual people, including people, all the people in this journey, they are going through lots of egotistical mind. When you are meditating, first distraction will come to you. Sometimes you think, oh, I'm meditating so well, I'm a good person now. If you think, now I'm meditating, I'm a good person now, that's another part of the ego. Then other thing, when you are practicing meditation, there is a demon coming behind you and telling you, I am better than other people. It's very interesting. Even one person <clears throat> talk during the meditation, it's very interesting these things. Look at me, I can sit better than you. Look at my posture. I'm always competing with Bhante. Sometimes people talk like that. So now I'm asking, where's your practice? Where's your practice? So when you come to this practice, you are so humble, you are not comparing with other people, then you will see the... Even you are loving, kind, compassionate and helpful, doing charity, doesn't matter. If you have that egotistical mind because of your practice, definitely you are in trouble. Definitely you are in trouble. So last week, I was in Las Vegas, Super Bowl weekend. And so, but I wasn't there for the Super Bowl. I came home Sunday. And so, airport is empty when I come. Nobody's there because everybody's getting ready for the Super Bowl. And so, my regular group, we are doing meditation. There's the two ladies came to meditation. They are totally new. I never seen them before. I welcome them. But they are kind of not sure kind of feeling. I can see. They are not friendly. They are not smiling. But you know, people around me, uh, the Blue Lotus people, even last night somebody said, that place, Blue Lotus is crazy good. <laughs> One lady said last night, I asked why. Those people who come to the Blue Lotus, they are smiling, they are funny, they are, they are hospitable. That's what they talk about the temple last night at my class in Yorkville. So that's how we used to live. We are easygoing, we are funny, we are laughing, we are having fun, having joyful life. These two ladies, I know that's my judgment, I do. And so they are not really in the place. So then it's a regular meditation group. We talk about our practice because I'm not there every day. And every five, six months I'm going to Las Vegas. So then I, I was discussing because the regular people, how they are doing in their practice. Then everybody shared about their journey, their experiences, their challenges and their difficulties in this journey. Everybody's sharing their experiences. One lady, I can see she's sitting in front of me, I kind of looking at people, right? I can see her eyes, her face, in a, not in a good place. But she's really shocked and kind of looking at me like this. So then I asked at the end of the class, I asked, is there any other questions? Then everybody, you know, comfortable, I can see, because they are regulars. Then that lady is still looking at me like this. <laughs> then I said, definitely you have a question, right? <laughs> I said that. I was pointing at definitely you have questions. Then she asked me, how do you know? I said, I can see. I really see you have questions. So then I asked, how do you feel? What is your question? 
this is not what I was expecting today. I said, I'm very happy for you. That's the first lesson. We broke your heart. <laughs> so, then she's more confused now. So then she said, this is not what I was expecting, this is not what I came here. Then I asked, what is the reason did you come here? I want to hear the teachings. I want to hear the teachings. Then I said, sounds like you already know the teachings. Does it make sense? I want to hear the teachings. If she used the teachings, the word, sounds like for me, she already knows the teachings. I said, maybe sounds like you know the teaching already. So then she said, I ask her, give me a little information about it. You know, in the very beginning, I asked, there are two new people today. And right away she raised his hand and she said, I am a very good Buddhist. That's what she said. I am a very good Buddhist. I am practicing long time. I am meditating every day. I said, here you go. I was thinking, here you go. You know, there is another issue. So that's how we started the class with her, you know, her, her comment. So then she used a couple of other teachers, famous celebrity monks. Okay? Then she, she was asking, are you a celebrity monk? I don't know what to say. So then I asked, what do you mean by that? Celebrity monk. So famous, popular person. I said, I don't know I'm popular or not. I'm just doing my practice. That's it. Then she said, Ajahn Brahm, you know, that famous, you know, Australian monk. Uh, actually, he's British <laughs> and living in Australia. And so he talked about a couple of other monks. I am listening to their teaching all the time. They are not talking like you guys. Then I asked her, what are the things they are talking about then? They are not talking about their experiences. They are not talking about how they are doing. They are talking about real teachings. What exactly, word by word, what Buddha said. I said, more than you, I know those teachers very well. I asked her, did you meet them? Did you in person, did you talk to them? They said, she said, no, I didn't. I listened to their talk online. I said, I know them personally. I emailed them. I talked to them. I met them. We spent time together. And so they have, I know them really well. So, then she said, we want to hear the real teachings. I said, why, you know, I said, if you want to hear all the information, you are in the wrong place. I said, this modern world, if you want to hear the, all the teaching, study all the teaching, easy. No need to come to the Blue Lotus for that. Google. You know, just Google, you know, Four Noble Truth. Why are you asking me? Google it. Eightfold Path, why are you asking me? Google it. You know, if you want to have those information. Everything on the Google now. So then I said, 
why people come to me or another teacher? You want to hear the same after you search the Google, same information you want to hear from me? Or you want to hear how I am taking care of eightfold path in my inner journey? How I figure it out? How I did it? That's what you want to hear? Or you want to hear exactly word by word in Pali or Sanskrit? You know, the recently we had the online talk, maybe Todd was there, think. You know, that monk, you know, giving a lot of preference. All the sutras, all the name, all the Pali, all the Sanskrit, right? Remember? So a couple of people get up and left. Why? It is, maybe I know Todd, it is good for you because you are a, you know, you have a background, <laughs> lots of background about the teaching. So maybe he enjoy it. But regular normal people, they know no idea what it is. No idea. So therefore, when we are teaching, I don't want to show off this much knowledge I have about the teaching. These are the teachers I was listening to. Or you want to hear real information, how I did that. Now think about, I can talk about one day, one monk, I was listening to one monk, okay? I'm telling you the truth. These, these are the honest experience. One monk talking about how to eliminate anger. Big talk. Actually, I, I also listen to that talk. Then, <clears throat> three weeks later, he has the anger issue, that monk. Anger issue, related issue came. Then he called me. I said, I don't want to say the name, I said, I heard a talk online, that, you know, I use his name, I heard a talk online like two weeks ago, there was a monk gave a talk, can you go and listen to that talk? <laughs> I mentioned that, he was a little upset. I said, if you listen to that talk, you will figure it out. So therefore, I am not giving these teachings, these experiences, having an egotistical mind. So, my point today, be careful when this inner journey, don't become a peacock. You know the bird, peacock? Peacock are so beautiful. When we are meditating, we are so beautiful. It's all over, it's joyful. You know, like that, right? It's joyful. So I call sometimes meditation practitioners, their behaviors like a peacock dance. That's my analogy. Peacock dance. Peacock dancing is so beautiful, right? All the feathers up, but their back is open to the public. <laughs> so when you are practicing, your egotistical mind comes, you don't know your backside is open to public. Front side is so beautiful. Back, back is open. So, <laughs> so I am concerned about it myself in my journey. I want to be humble and I want to experience it. So if you want to find peaceful mind, no need to study 45 years of teaching of the Buddha. Do you think it's very important to you? All the 45 years of teaching you have to study and to find your inner peace? No. Now think about my mother. She doesn't know how to write. She never go to a school. She doesn't know how to read. But her mind is good. 
He is peaceful. She is happy. Now think about it. No need to have that education. No need to have a college degree. Recently, one of my professors, when I was in the school, he called me. He just retired. He called me, Bhante, I want to talk to you. He is the world religion professor. He knows all the religions in the world. Best teacher. I was in the school with him. So he called me after retirement. He is crying like a baby. I asked, what's going on? I cannot handle my emotions. I felt I want to kill myself. He, is, he was so depressed. Then I was thinking, he can explain the teaching of the Buddha better than me. He has that knowledge, but he doesn't have that practical approach, practical experience. Therefore, you can study Buddhism or Buddha's teaching, or you can practice Buddha's teaching. So you can select what you want. Otherwise, when you are studying Buddha's teaching, reading book after another book, please read, study, 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 what will happen finally? You become walking library, you become like an egotistical meditation practitioner. So I don't want to see that in you. So therefore, just be humble, experience with yourself this practice. Any questions? Any thought? Any challenges you have? You have that uh, difficulty in your mind? Okay, good. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, other thing I want to remind you. If you see what I, am, I said today, if you see that problem in me, even not sure, come to me and tell me, Bhante, I can see your egotistical mind. I am going to help you. I, if I see it is the issue in me, I bow to you, I respect you, I said, okay, I am ready to learn. I can be humble. So if, I, if you see in me that issues, that is your noble quality to remind me. If I see in you, definitely I am going to remind. Maybe you don't like it, but doesn't matter. I am going to give you painful experience. <laughs> Then one day you become so peaceful. Okay, put the kids. Yeah.